Hi, everyone. Welcome to the School of Reinvention podcast. I am your host, Roger Osorio. It's just me today. We are closing out season one, and I wanted to take this opportunity to just share a few reflections, highlights, what's in store for the next season, and just in general, what this opportunity to create this podcast, to bring it to life has meant to me. First of all, I want to thank all of our listeners. I really appreciate everyone's support of the show and everything you've done to listen, to subscribe and follow, leave reviews. I really do appreciate it. It means the world to me because this is something that has become a lot more than just some idea that made sense for my message, for the business, whatever you want to call it. It has really become a labor of love and it's something that it's probably, the, actually, no, it is easily the thing I enjoy absolutely most about what I've been doing lately. And so for me, it's a really special privilege and, and opportunity to be able to get to this point where I'm closing out season one, the first season ever of the first podcast ever that I have ever done. I've thought about this for so long. I've had different moments where I've said to myself, I think I should have a podcast. I saw so many other people having it. And as I, you know, and then I would start thinking about it, maybe take one or two actions. And similar to my journey to writing a book, which was t- 10 years of false starts, where I would get going with a couple of actions or maybe write for two weeks. Same thing with the podcast. It was something I talked about and maybe looked into it a little bit, but never actually pulled the trigger, never even recorded an episode. And even though we launched this year, the first three episodes of this season were actually recorded last year, which means I even got that close. I recorded three episodes and I still didn't pull the trigger on launching the podcast. And it wasn't until this year, 2023, that I finally uh, brought it to, to full life. And so here we are closing out the first season, you know, 25 episodes. Uh, I, I'm just blown away. I, I'm not even sure. I, I thought it'd be so cool to get to 10 episodes and to make it to 25 is just incredible to look at the list of amazing people I've been able to interview, people who are living, or I should say building a life on their terms, people who have heard a call to do something that is more aligned with their values, with their passions, with their purpose, and have done something about it and are working and are doing something about it. It's not a straight line path. It's not straightforward. It is not simple, um, you know. It's or easy, I should say. In some ways, it is simple in the in that you you do what makes the most sense in the moment. You handle each situation based on whatever's in front of you. However, none of that just comes easily, and so it's really great to hear and learn from all of these folks who have walked the journey or cont- continue to walk the journey. And to be able to learn from all of them and to be able to really just extract so many incredible insights from what they're doing and what they have done has been really important. So, you know, big shout out to all of our guests. I I really appreciate the time that they've put in to sharing so openly ideas that, that didn't necessarily have anything to do with their products and their services but really they opened up about their pasts. They opened up about the tough moments on the journey, the difficult challenges that they they went through. The same limiting beliefs that you know, we all feel at some point, the objections, the rejections, 
they they shared openly the bumps in the road, the moments you trip and fall, moments you get knocked down, and some where you get kicked while you're down. And they also talked to us about how they were able to get back up from those moments, very difficult moments, divorce, problems with drinking. I, I mean, the list really goes on and on, losing, all of, losing a lot of money on a deal or something along those lines. So many things that people have gone through, businesses failing, and the list goes on and on. And so you know, I really appreciate the time that the guests shared with us. And I, I'm so excited for what they're doing. And, I, and I'm so blessed to have been able to meet them because, again, they are role models. They are people who are doing, doing it. They are actually building life on their terms. And, and, I, and, I, and I make a distinction between saying they're building life on their terms versus living life on their terms because their values, their passions, their purpose are evolving as time goes on. And so this is a never-ending process. It's an iterative process. The target is moving. The target is us. The target is what matters to us. And that changes year to year, decade to decade. And when that does, we need to do something to make changes in our lives in order to stay and to get back into alignment with what is now our passions, our values, and our purpose. And so this is what I think is so incredible about our guests is that they are building that life. They are moving in that direction. And we've also had the opportunity to hear from people who are earlier on their journey. Maybe they're still working on their very first reinvention or others who are working on a sixth or seventh reinvention. And whichever story it is, there's something to be learned. If you haven't heard any of the episodes yet, if you haven't listened to any of them, I totally, you know, I, I, I encourage you to look through, read the descriptions and check them out because it's such a mix of people and they are in such different stages of their lives. And because of the nature of the kinds of interviews we're having with them, I mean, it lends itself well to want to go back and hear from them maybe like six months later or a year later as they're continuing to walk their journey to reinvention, their own journey to reinvention. I was on a call earlier today with someone who is going to be on the second season and, you know, she was sharing with me one of her favorite episodes. And, and it's just so awesome to hear that. Sometimes I'm still in shock. I'm like, wow, someone's listening to this podcast. And, and it means the world to me because I really want to bring a great deal of value through the show. And I really, this is my best attempt at how I can help people reinvent themselves, how I can help them find the courage to reinvent themselves in the first place, and then work towards building a life that's aligned with their values, passions, and purpose. I've tried so many different things to get to this point. Honestly, I've been on this journey since 2020. So it was when I got laid off from IBM in May 2020 that I decided I wanted to start thinking about or figuring out a business, a product, whatever it might be, for how I could help people reinvent themselves. And this is when I first made that intention, that very specific intention to build something related to reinvention. And I think it was that fall of 2020 that I got the idea for the name, the School of Reinvention. Sometime around then, I, I filed, a, I opened an LLC for it and everything. And so I went through that process. And it wasn't until this past summer of 2023 that I started to really have very good clarity over who the I, who my ideal customer is, who are I, who our ideal customer is, I should say, what the problems are, 
and how we can help, how we can best help. And those breakthroughs have made such a difference. I mean, I've been teaching entrepreneurship for almost 10 years now. I teach it at University of Pennsylvania. I teach it at Sarah Lawrence College. I teach it at Techstars Startup Weekend. I've taught, I'm estimating here, no less than 7,000 people this topic. And I always talk about the importance of customer discovery, the importance of understanding your customer's problem, their goals, everything around the customer and the problem. Because at the end of the day, that's where I always teach. You need to be obsessed over that. Solutions, they come and go. Solutions, they evolve. I mean, they change. They, they, you know, we iterate on them. We come up with new versions and new additions of them. So the solution is the last thing anyone should fall in love with. You should, instead, you should fall in love with your customer. You should fall in love with the problem. And, and, you know, I, I eat that dog food and, you know, I, I eat the dog food I sell. And so I do the same thing and it's not easy. First of all, I'll share that. It is not easy. And I've been on this journey for three years trying to figure this out. I've tested so many ideas. I've listened to so many customers, potential customers, people who are going through the challenges of reinvention for whatever the reason, however they were brought to this moment. And through all of those conversations and all of those interactions and all of those opportunities, I've been able to learn so much about them to the point where this summer, my team and I really had the breakthrough. This was the summer where we really started to see very clearly who it is that we want to serve and what it is that they need help with. And and so our ideal listener, our ideal customer, ideal in anything we do, you know, the ideal person that we seek to serve, it's somebody who has heard the call to do something that is significantly more aligned with their values, passions, and purpose. For me, back in 2008, this was the call to become a math teacher. I was selling commercial refrigeration. I I had a national account. My client was Anheuser-Busch, the beer company. A lot of fun to work with them. I traveled all around the U.S. going to all all of their different events, which basically were parties. I mean, it was the coolest job for a single 25-year-old guy to have. And I, I mean, I really enjoyed my job. I thought, wow, can this really be my job? This is the coolest job I could possibly have. And so I had no issues with my day job. But then it was a part-time job teaching math at a learning center that started to, oh gosh, challenge whether I was really into what I was doing by day or not, or more importantly, whether there was something else out there for me. And so it was in 2008 that I finally made the decision to answer the call and pursue teaching math. And I didn't know at the time what that was going to look like, how exactly I was going to get there. I didn't know these things, but what I did know was what I wanted and why I wanted it. And knowing those two things is what really propelled me to start figuring it out. And so just like I say, to anyone who's considering reinvention, no two reinventions are the same. Because even if you and I were reinventing ourselves in the same direction, meaning we wanted to become math teachers or you name it, whatever the thing might be, you and I come from very different backgrounds, most likely, or we have different skills or different experiences or a different set of circumstances at the moment. Our starting points are so different. That means that any map for how we're going to go from where we are to where we want to be, even if we want to be in the same place, has to look by definition very different. 
this is reinvention is not something that has a very well-defined one size fits all path. And that's simply because if we're reinventing ourselves, chances are we're only using that word because we're going in the direction of something that is very different from what we're doing today. And so when you think about it in those terms, there's no way that there could be a one size fits all path to get from where you are to where you want to be. Because who wrote, I mean, in my case, did anyone write the book on how a commercial refrigeration salesperson can go from that to teaching math? No, there's no book on that. I haven't looked, but I can imagine there is no book on that. Just as there's no book on how a dentist can go to become, go from dentistry to teaching math and vice versa. There are no books on this. There's no path. There's no one size fits all solution. And so getting to that place, you know, was something that I knew there would be a lot of uncertainty, but I knew what I wanted and why I wanted it. You know, it does, you may be at a job that you love. You may be at a job that you hate. Actually, it's irrelevant. The most important thing that distinguishes my ideal listener or my ideal customer or the person that I'm really trying to serve the most is that they have heard a call to do something that is significantly more aligned with their values, passions, and purpose. And if that's, and if they've heard that call and they want to move in that direction, that's the person that I want to talk to. That's the person that I want to get in front of. That's the person that I hope listens to this show, because what I want to do is I want to be able to empower them with several things. Our mission for this person who has heard the call, or maybe it's even somebody who has seen their friends hear the call and they're thinking, I want to hear the call. Have I heard the call? Maybe I missed the call. Hey, it could have happened. We miss calls. It does happen. And so these are the folks that I want to serve. And the mission that, that we are working towards delivering on is there's three things we want to do for these folks. The first is we want to inspire you with what is possible. See, when I got onto this journey to becoming a math teacher, one of the, or the, my journey to reinvention, if you will, at, 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 a, at a higher level of thinking about it in terms of all, overall journey to reinvention, I didn't exactly know everything that was possible. I knew the world through the lens that I had been working through, which for me was I went to a university. I went to business school, to the, you know, I, I was a business major. I, I knew about corporate success, climbing the corporate ladder. You know, I guess we, what we often refer to as like the traditional definition of success, right? Getting a really stable job at a corporation, moving up that corporation, or, you know, even moving from one company to another, but continuing to always move up that, those roles and those titles and positions and raises and promotions and all those good things. And so this is what I thought. In fact, my goal when I left university was to become the CEO of a major company. I didn't know how long that would take, but I said, that is, that is my goal. And so this was the definition of success that I was operating under. These were the possibilities that I knew of. However, you know, what I came to discover as I started to get onto the journey to reinvention was that there were other possibilities, that there are other goals that I could pursue, other goals that I could get into. And that only happened once I started connecting with different people. People are an incredible source of what is possible. As you start to encounter different people, they start to tell you, oh, I do this or I do that. For me, it was meeting a community of people in the art world where I was living at the time in St. Louis. They were the ones who taught me about entrepreneurship. I started to meet people who had brought their business ideas to life, people who were business owners. And I started to think, whoa, this is not a field that I had ever really considered. And back then when I graduated from university, 
back in 2004, that wasn't a, like a major that was really that popular yet. I mean, now entrepreneurship is so popular in almost any school, but it wasn't the case back in 2004. And so this was not something that was on my radar of possibilities. And so it wasn't until I started meeting other people and hearing their stories that I started to become familiar with what else is possible. I started hearing about their goals and through their goals, they inspired my own goals, new goals for me, goals that I didn't know were possible before, but now I did. And knowing what I did now from their stories, I was able to dream up even bigger goals for myself, newer goals, goals that I had never really imagined were possible. And that's what started to make things exciting. And so one of the key missions that we have is to provide that inspiration of what is possible. I, what, I, what I want to do through the show, what our whole team wants to do through the show is to bring in amazing people and find stories that empower us and, and, and show us what is possible in terms of living life on your terms, building a life on your terms. And so the possibilities is going to be a key, is a key mission for us. The second driving mission that, that inspires us to come to work every day and to build this and bring this to life is to teach you the strategies. See, one of the things that I've learned from talking to so many people is that in, in, in their journeys, there are ideas, there are strategies that they've employed to move from where they were to where they wanted to be. And so we can learn from that. It doesn't mean that we are going to apply their strategies exactly the same way, or we're going to do exactly what they did. But what it is, what it does mean is that we might get an idea from something they did and figure out a way to apply it to our unique situation. Remember, like I said, there are no one size fits all solutions here. So even a strategy you hear may not be the right one exactly as it's told in a story. However, you could take that strategy and say, I can repurpose this. But luckily you heard that strategy. And for me, this was really important because along my journey connecting with so many people, I also learned some of their strategies, some of the things that they did in order to move in the direction that they wanted to move. And so, you know, those strategies have powered me over the last, you know, almost 15 years that I've been on my journey to reinvention. And I know that if you hear some of these strategies, you will also be able to adopt some of them and adapt them to what your situation is like so that you can now start to move through your own journey to reinvention. So first mission, inspire what's possible. Second one, teach the strategies that help you move from where you are to where you want to be. And the third and final one, which I think is really the most important one, it's the one that I would argue is I'm most passionate about because as a teacher, this is the one that I felt helped me make the biggest impact in the classroom. It's the one that when someone addressed this mission, this mission I'm about to share with you, when someone addressed this, it, it made me feel like it was possible, like I could do something and I needed this one thing and it's called validation. I, what, I, what I want to do, what the team wants to work on here is to create the opportunity for all of our listeners to feel seen and heard. Because the thing is, when you're going on, an, when you're walking the journey to reinvention, which is full of uncertainty, because what you do know is what you want and why you want it. But what you rarely ever know is exactly how you're going to get it. You know, when you're in those moments, limiting beliefs, objections, you know, just bad thoughts will get into your head. 
Um, you know, there, there will be, you will get knocked down. Things won't work out the way you wanted them to work out. Business ideas will fail. Prototypes, experiments, minimum viable products will fail. Whatever it is, you'll get knocked down. Sometimes you'll get kicked while you're knocked down and it'll feel like all of this was a waste. And I've been there. I've done that. I felt all the feelings. I, don't, I can't say all of them. I'm sure there's more to come. However, I have felt many of the feelings along the way. You know, I remember distinctly feeling that I had made the biggest error in my life back in 2014. I felt that I, I had this feeling after a series of setbacks, uh, including getting fired from a consulting gig and getting let go from a school because budget cuts and all of a sudden ending up with nothing. No, there was no income. There were, there were no prospects in sight. Nothing was panning out in my favor, in my direction. I was like, what is going on here? And many months were passing and nothing, nothing seemed to work. This was a really difficult moment. And I distinctly remember thinking, what did I do? I remember going all the way back and saying, I made the biggest mistake of my life in 2008. I should have never gotten on this journey. I got on this journey thinking that, I don't know, I guess life would be better, more fulfilling. And it feels a lot worse right now. It feels a lot worse. And, and that was a really difficult moment. Uh, it, it was one of my lowest moments. And I was blessed, completely blessed by God to have had an incredible person in my life at the time who was there to really just stand by me like a rock and to pick me up when I got, when I was way down. I think at times I was just kicking myself in the, in the stomach while I was down. And this person was there to help me out. And, and I really appreciate that she was in my life. But that said, I still felt those feelings, right? There are moments on the journey that will test you like this. There are moments on the journey that will feel like you have made the biggest mistake of your life, that you should have just stayed where you were, that you should have just kept, stayed, your, stayed in your job, you know, maybe kept your mouth shut, maybe stopped thinking about or daydreaming about this other thing that you might be interested in, this call that you heard, you know, just ignore the call. And focus on what's in front of you. Focus on what is tried and true. Focus on what everyone has already taught us works, right? You know, stay the corporate path or stay whatever the path is, you know, and continue to work your way up. Get the raises, get the promotions, get all those good things, and you'll be fine. Save up. And then one day, maybe you can do something else. And all of these thoughts came racing through my mind for weeks, for probably months, because I mean, this period ran from, I think it was about June or July until no October until something, uh, fortunately something finally came through October, November, I think it was end of October, or early November when I got, um, a literal call, like an actual call for an opportunity to teach math. And I was like, my God, I can't believe this happened, but it did. But all those months were so difficult. And this is why I think it's important that we we see and we hear our listeners where they are and we meet them where they are and we understand and we acknowledge that there will be moments like that. Sometimes they will last months. Most of the time, I think you'll find it just, it can last just a few days, sometimes even a few hours, but with help. And that's what our mission is. It's to, through validation is to help you, to help you feel seen and heard, to help you know that you are not broken. There are no problems with you. You are not some like, outlier situation that just can't go in the direction that you want to go. 
No, none of that. You are right where you need to be. And you are experiencing what uh, what needs to be experienced at this moment. And, and that is okay. And it's okay that you're feeling down, but just know that you're not alone. Just know that you are not the first one to feel this and that others have walked this path and others have felt this and others more, most importantly, have overcome whatever it is that you're feeling. So that right there gives you hope. And I know that I had someone who was telling me all of this, was reminding me. I specifically remember the moment I got that literal call for that opportunity to teach And I remember that I was in my car with my girlfriend at the time. This is the person who was, um, you know, standing there like a rock by me. And I remember that I, I just was so down that day. It was, I think, fall, October, late October. And we were going to go into the city. Um, you know, she had a day off from her job. And so she said, let's, you know, take a trip into the city, walk around, explore all of those things, things that I really enjoy. And I walked into the car and I just felt so crappy. I felt like, I felt like garbage, honestly. I, I felt, I felt like I, I, I wasn't worth her time or anybody's time. I wasn't worth anything. And, and it was, I think it's safe to say it was a, one of the lowest, if not the lowest moment in my life. And I had, you know, already gone through divorce and, and many other issues, uh, challenges and things like that. But this was definitely the lowest moment. And, and I just said, I, I, I ruined my life. I, I, I made the, I don't know what I was thinking when I got onto this whole journey thing. I don't know what I was thinking when I left my corporate path. I had studied for this. I had done so well in university. I, I mean, I had six offers coming out of university and I literally just, you know, threw this away so that I could do this, so that I could so that I could end up in this spot, ignoring calls from collectors and all of these people, and you know, not making my debt payments and just watching my credit, you know, go to complete hell. It 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 was it was it was a really low moment, and and I distinctly remember she she said, uh, you know, I, I promise you, it's coming. You know, what you're looking for is coming. It's you just got to hang in there a little bit longer. And I kid you not. I mean, I a call literally came in on the phone. It was a dear friend. And I, I told her I was just going to ignore the call. I don't feel like talking to anybody because I thought to myself, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? You know what they're going to ask, right? They're going to say, hey, how have you been? And I'm going to say, horrible. Uh, you know, just, you know, dodging calls from creditors and, you know, um, basically just you know, being a complete loser. Like I, I, I didn't want to answer that question. So I thought, let me not even pick up. And she said, come on, pick up, you know, he's a really good friend. He'll, you know, just talking to him will cheer you up. I said, fine, fine. All right. I'll, I'll pick up. And so I did. And I got the call from that, you know, I, I started talking and I picked up, I said, Hey, Hey Don, how's it going? And, you know, he said, Hey, Roger, how are you? And I said, you know, I'm I'm all right. I just kept it really simple and short. I said, what's up? He's like, Hey man, I'm really sorry. I don't have a lot of time. Um, I I just need to run something by you real quick. And and I I hope you can help me out with something. And I'm thinking, help you out with something. I I don't think I I can barely help myself. Who am I going to help out? And so I said, sure. What's up? And he said, look, I'm, I'm doing some consulting work at a school. And they are, they, they, they just lost a teacher, like right in the middle of the school year, you know, and, and that's it, you know, she just up and left and she's gone and 
they need a math teacher and and they really want to do something different, something special. They want to change things up the way they do things. And they asked me if I knew anybody, but somebody who could teach math, but maybe do something more innovative, some, find a different way or whatever it might be. And and so I I said, are, are you, yeah, tell, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, this is literally my response because I can't believe what's happening right now. And he said, can I, can I tell them to call you? Can I tell them that you're interested and, and, you know, make the connection? I said, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, you know, I'm sure you're really busy right now. So if you can only make time to show up to the classes, uh, you know, it'll just be that, like you literally just have to go in for the periods where you teach and, and then, you know, you can go back and do whatever you got to do. I'm sure you got a lot going on right now. And, uh, but you'd really be doing me a favor if you could like, you know, fill in the gap, at least get us all the way through Christmas. And by then we could find some, a longer term replacement. And I'm thinking, I've got nothing but time. I didn't say that, but I'm thinking in my mind, I've got plenty of time. So sure, let's do it. And I got on the phone and I, you know, or he made the connection and, you know, one thing led to another. And after the interview, I, I got the offer to fill in as a teacher through the rest of the year. And the the pay was just enough to, you know, cover me for several months, you know, take this massive weight off my shoulders and, you know, these are the moments that only stories can, I mean, the only way to find out that this happens is through stories. But the thing is, there's no course that I could ever teach. There is no book I could ever write. There is no program I could ever build that teaches what I just shared, that prepares you for that moment. Nothing. You know, we, we just have to go through these moments and, and we have to know that we're not alone. And we have to hear how others have navigated these moments because, what happened to me will happen in a very different way for so many different people. Uh, it, it may involve different cast members, if you will. <laughs> There'll be a set of different characters involved. It'll be very different circumstances, but it's through that, but it's through that story that you know that there is, there is a way forward. There can be a way forward. You really do have to hang in there and that there's people around us who are trying to help us and we have to let them help us. We have to let them hold us up, pick us up when we get knocked down and just be there with us while we're going through these moments. And so again, this is why the podcast for me has become such a labor of love because I think it's the best way to achieve those three missions, to inspire what's possible, to teach the strategies, and then finally to validate where you are on the journey, to meet you where you are on the journey. This mission is what gets me so excited about you know, finally understanding our customer, finally understanding the real problems, and finally having a solution that feels so incredibly aligned with my values, my passions, my purpose, and so aligned with what is actually needed. Honestly, I have struggled to build courses and do all of that stuff because even though so many people teach this as this is the way forward, build a course and they will come, you know, everyone's buying courses. Courses is a new thing. Okay, fine. And I'm sure courses work for some things, but I never really felt courses were the solution here. I really never believed that it was, but I did try them. I pursued that. I created a few courses. I even sold a few but they didn't really do the job. They didn't really solve the problem. At best, they plugged a tiny little hole. And so maybe later on, I will release some courses, but they'll be very different. They won't be 
the main part of my business. There'll be just something that's there to fill in a gap when that gap is experienced by someone who is, you know, one of our customers. And they're like, hey, I really have this skill gap or there's a particular topic that I want to explore more. And so this is this is what I uh, I think what is going to really make a difference in helping people is to be there for them through these stories. And that's why this is such an important mission to us. So our mission going forward, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see that fully in practice. I mean, I think that we did a really great job of bringing that to life in season one. But this new mission or this more refined, more intentional mission will be felt significantly more in season two. Season two is going to be the place where we can really bring this to life in a big way. And we're thinking so much bigger about this, about season two than what we did with season one. Season one, we had the podcast, uh, you know, and, and that was the main thing that or that was it, you know, as far as these interviews and the insights that we were getting out of it. In season two, we're taking this up to a whole nother level where we are going to have these longer form interviews that will then be cut into a 30 to 40 minute podcast. And by the way, if you're listening and you know me or you or just reach out through my website, rogerosorio.com, I would love to know your take on podcast length. I mean, I've seen podcasts over the years get really long. I was just listening to one or I found one. I'm not sure I'll listen to the whole thing. It's three hours and 19 minutes long. And I'm just wondering, is anyone getting to the end of that? Unless they like, you know, fast forward the whole way through to the last parts of it. I'm just wondering what the thing is on length. But right now, what I think is right for us is to take a long form interview and be able to cut like a solid 30 to 40 minutes out of it, turn that into a podcast, also cut out a YouTube video because we're going to be recording the videos for this as well. We also want to take the content and distill it down into a couple of articles that expand on the big idea that was discussed in that interview. We will also create shorter videos, um, reels, uh, YouTube shorts, uh, LinkedIn size posts, tweets, like we're looking to build all this out, all coming from these powerful stories. And so in season two, we see this as going from a podcast to becoming a, a content platform. It's really the school of reinvention content platform. And we see this getting a lot bigger. And that's what we're working towards right now. You know, it's uh, I'm, I'm recording this and it's October 2nd, 2023. And uh, we plan to launch the new season sometime at the end of October, early November. Stay tuned. We'll make an announcement and all of that. But right now, that's what we're aiming for. And we're working behind the scenes to get all of these other components into place, finding, you know, uh, 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 working with our existing writer. I want to even find another writer, uh, videographers, audio editors, all of that. And so we're putting all the pieces together so that we can create this. We're looking for sponsors. If this is something you're interested in, or you know somebody that would be interested in sponsoring this type of message, please also reach out and let us know. So this is, you know, this is a really exciting transition or transformation, you know, in terms of taking what we did on season one, building upon that in a massive way and taking it to another level in season two. And bringing these stories to people who are on that journey to reinvention, people who have heard the call, people who are running into the obstacles, running into the limiting beliefs, running into all of the challenges. We want to help you through that. We want to inspire you with what's possible, teach you the strategies and 
of course, meet you where you are, validate where you are. We want you to feel seen. We want you to feel heard. We want to make sure that you know that there is nothing wrong with you and that there is everything right with you because you're on this journey and you're looking to actively build a life aligned with your values, passions, and purpose. The other exciting announcement that we have is that we are also looking to expand into building a community. We want to start taking the people who are following this show, people who are on our newsletter, people who are following us in all of our different social channels. And I want to open up a community where people can be a part of this. It'll be a paid membership community, really low cost. We haven't even decided, but we're talking something like under $20 a month. And yes, I am putting it out there in recording because that's how confident I am that the price because it must be under $20 per month. We want it to be a no-brainer. We want people to simply take this next step because we recognize that depending where you are on the journey to reinvention, if you heard my story earlier, you know that there was no way that I could afford a six or $7,000 coaching contract when I was in the lowest of the low moments. And so this is the kind of platform that I could have afforded. This is the kind of thing that I could have been a part of a community that I could have been a part of. You know, I, again, I was blessed to have someone in my life at the time who was there for me, but what if I didn't have her? What if she had not been there in that moment, right? I could have had a community. And that's what we want to build out. We want to build out the community where you can hide, you can find all of these people who can be there to support each other on their respective journeys to reinvention. We want to make sure that there is a way for all of you to communicate. So we're building out a channel for that to happen. So there's, you know, 24 seven conversations that are able to happen. We will also have weekly live calls. So for me, the most important thing that I can offer to this community is to be there to share some of the big ideas that I'm learning as I interview people, research topics for my second book and all of these things that I do. I can share these on a weekly basis. Secondly, I want to answer your questions. I don't know every answer, but I will do my best to go find some solutions, find some answers and or point you in the direction of an answer. In fact, that's what I do most of the time. Most of the time, I don't really have an answer. I have like part of an answer and then I have a direction. I go, hey, check this out because I think in this you'll be able to find an answer. And so we want to have these weekly Q&As where I can help provide some of this expertise that I've obtained over the last 15 years on this journey, the things that I've learned, the people that I've talked to, and the things that I've learned from them, I want to be able to bring that in a live Q&A where we can talk about some of these things. And from time to time, no doubt, we will open this up to discussion. Um, but that's what these weekly live calls are going to be about. And they're weekly because, you know, a lot of times I look at other, uh, at, at other programs like this and the calls are monthly. And honestly, if you're on the journey to reinvention, I mean, you could, you could, you could run into a brick wall any day. You know, you could run into a limiting belief or an objection, a setback, whatever it is on any day. And so if, if I'm going to make this live call a valuable solution, then I know that I have to have it every single week. Otherwise, I'm not sure this works. And so this is why we're doing it every week. And yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm sure somebody's thinking, but this doesn't make sense. Like you're not charging us enough to be on a call with us every week, given that some people charge $100 to be on the call once a month. But I don't think, and this is something we'll explore in future episodes, but I don't think it's all necessarily about making some sort of like, you know, boatload of money or a, a financial killing off of this. I think it's, for me, it's about living a life that's aligned with my values, passions, and purpose. And straight up, being on a call with all of you every week 
for me, that is aligned with my values, passions, and purpose. That's what I want to do. And so this is why this community is, you know, the next major step, you know, we've brought, so we're going to take the podcast season one, build upon it for season two and expand its reach and its, and its impact. And then we're going to add this community, this place where we can all get together, hang out and be part of a group and share stories, learn from each other and continue. And, and I look forward to building this community and just continuing to share what I learned through it, you know, in other formats. While it may start iteration one, much like season one, will be some version where we'll start off with the weekly calls. I think that's the most important thing and some way of con- of staying in touch in between calls. So 24-7 access, you know, maybe through some app like Telegram or something along those lines, we'll build that out and we'll let you know. But then going forward, as the group grows, I will want to share other things, you know, tools and resources that I come across. I want to invite our podcast guests, our show guests to, you know, take what they offer if there's anything that's relevant to our community and bring it to us and, and say, hey, like share it with us in a, in a meaningful way. Maybe there's a, a special offer, a promo, whatever it might be, but we're going to be working on all of those things because we want to make sure that you have everything you need when you need it in order to make, to continue to walk your journey to reinvention, to continue to build a life on your terms, a life that's aligned with your values, your passions, and your purpose. So as season one wraps up, I, I just cannot help but reflect on almost like I, I almost cannot believe that that we've made it to this point. I'm super excited, super grateful. I, I I have to tell you about my awesome team, you know, because major shout outs for people who have made this happen. You know, when I when I you know got started with this podcast, this was something that I at the at this point for this iteration, I didn't really want to do this. I thought that. I thought it was just something that I should do. So this last iteration, I really believed it was something I should do because it seemed that everyone else was doing it and I thought I should do it. But my wife, Rowena, and our podcast producer, Gabby, both said, no, you you will want to do this. You don't get how aligned doing a podcast is with who you are and just everything that you represent. And I was just like, all right, I guess, I don't know. But I trusted in, in, in my team and, and you know what? They were right. They were right. I totally fell in love with this. So, you know, I just want to say, first of all, um, you know, massive thank you to Gabby Ianiello, who is our podcast producer and has done so much incredible work to bring this podcast to life. Uh, she, she is who made it possible for me to even think that this could be something that actually finally gets executed on. And so, and, and then to, to really hold me by the hand and, and then also hold me accountable to getting it done, to making sure that this season was delivered. And, and I have so much gratitude for her and what she's done. I also have so much gratitude for my wife, Rowena, who has become, you know, a, a really big part of this mission to help people start building a life aligned with their values, passions, and purpose. It's something that she and I are actively doing as a family. We're always working towards building a life aligned with what matters to us at any given moment. And so this is a really important mission for her now is to help this podcast, this show, this platform to grow. And so I just, you know, have so much appreciation and it's such a cool thing to be able to 
work with her, someone who knows me so well, someone who I trust so much. And so, you know, so my wife, Rowena, Gabby, our podcast producer, um, we have Laura, uh, SEO editor and writer who has written um, and edited so many pieces that I've written for the blog. And in the second season, we'll take a major you know, step forward in terms of being even more involved in taking these interviews and these transcripts and elevating them to another level. And so through writing so that we can share this message in the written form as well. So looking, you know, many thanks to her in, you know, the, the experiments that she was a part of as we tested out turning transcripts into articles and then, you know, what will come also from her support and her, her participation in season two. So, you know, these are just some of the people that I want to thank for all of this. And of course, like I said, our listeners and our guests, you know, without the, without our listeners and our guests, well, it's just me on a mic. <laughs> and so I really appreciate all of you. Um, this is a really special moment. Um, you know, I just wrote a post on LinkedIn about small cele- celebrating small wins. And I mean, this isn't a small win. This is a pretty big one. So I... I will be coming up with a celebration idea and my wife just got back into town. So we will come up with a really cool idea, something we could do to celebrate, to mark this occasion as we close out season one. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate everything. Stay tuned for season two. It's going to launch at the end of October, early November of this year, 2023. Please reach out, reach out to the newsletter, sign up for the newsletter. If you haven't, all of this you can do through my website at rogerosorio.com, R-O-G-E-R, O-S-O-R-I-O.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can reach out through that. If you're looking for someone to coach you through a particular moment on your journey, you can also reach out. I'm happy to get on a call and just discuss what coaching might look like. We're launching a few new coaching packages, very small ones, ones that make an impact quickly. And I would love to share some of that with you. Thank you again for everything. See you in season two.